Hello, my name's James Pikeway, and this is the Nightline Podcast. If you're interested in cars, car repair, music, fitness, technology, and more, this is the podcast for you. Interested in more of what's going on at Dubai Eye? Go to DubaiEye1038.com and search out our podcasts and blogs. Want to get in touch with me? Nightline at DubaiEye1038.ae. Enjoy the show. Get Fit Radio is what you're listening to. Marcus is busy doing like five different things at one time. No, no, full focus. Full focus. Full focus for you, doctor. There we go. Full (laughs) focus. We're talking fitness for the next hour and more. Yes. And more. Getting your mind into the zone and strategies for maintaining the mind in the zone. Right off the bat, I want to uh, kick off with uh, the fact that you have... uh, tweaked your webpage over at interfight.com yes. you know it, it, it's interesting what's happening james i think everyone will agree and I, I guess this is a wider subject the sort of how fast the digital era is moving around yeah. what you know what people were doing on social channels a few months ago compared to what they're doing now and the yes. direction and expectations of people who are tuning into the social channels yes to look at your content and look at and, are they going to your Instagram yep. or your Twitter or your Snap or your Huge. YouTube? Or are they actually going to a webpage that's leveraging all those other channels? And that's one of the biggest things as well. And I, I mean, bottom line, yeah, we, ch- we changed our website. We want to change the experience that we have there. Folks can hop over. Oh, the experience.com. Yeah. We want you to have a, an easy experience. Like That's the thing as well. I think now more than ever, our attention is a lot shorter our attention span is a lot shorter if we can't yeah. find what we want we're just going to stop looking straight away and the way that we consume content online is changing a lot obviously people that are really in this business and focused in this business but we, we do a lot through through media through social media and we have noticed a massive change in the way that our consumer which is the fitness consumer wants to consume content what they want to consume how they want to consume it on what platform there's all these different variables and the fitness industry is actually littered with a lot of social media action and a lot of content gets put out there. But then when you really dig deep and figure out like what content is actually getting to its intended target audience and how yes. that's being consumed or how it's being used, it's a, it's an ever-changing dynamic. So it's super, super interesting. I think it's in every industry. So when, when you look at what you do in the fitness industry and you look at the multiple channels of communication that you've created, yes, how important is populating and and continuing to populate those channels yeah. to your business? I think that's a really, really interesting question. And what it, the answer to that is simply that our website has always been what we call a content-rich platform. It is loaded. We've got over 5,000 blog posts, which are motivational, informative, educational. Searchable. Easily searchable, like it's it's easy to get on there. You can put in, for example, if you're traveling, some people have been coming up traveling. You can go onto our website, innerfight.com. You can go in the search bar there, and you can put in hotel workouts or travel workouts. There'll be about half a dozen articles on there. As I said, we've got probably over 5,000 blog posts on that website where we just and that that's how the company started out. We started out by sharing content on innerfight.com. I I remember when you were starting out and one of your big uh, pronouncements or one of the things you were constantly reminding people and asking them to do was go to the website, yeah. grab, the workouts, grab the workouts, take them to your gym, they're published, do them yourself, yeah. leave them there, share yeah. them. Exactly. And, and and one thing that you always used to say to me, oh, you're doing it for free, you're putting yeah. the workouts out for free. I remember it so well. 
yeah, we are, and we're still putting everything that we put on our website is absolutely free. Now, some people might say it's a it's a promotional tool, it's a marketing sure. tool. It yes, is a promotional marketing yes, tool. Yes, it there's is. No question. Yeah. There's a lot of websites out there that what they'll do now is that you know if you wanted, for example. Building on that example, if you wanted some workouts to do on holiday, they would give you the first like two or three lines of that blog post, yeah. and then you would have to subscribe to that website. And it, it's very cheap. You'd probably pay $5 a month, something like that, just a, a really small recurring fee. And that's how these websites make their money. But all of our, our site has been free from the start, and it's still free. And that's that's what we intend to do. So people that are landing on our page can just get a plethora of information, be it nutrition, yeah. be it recipes, be it training ideas, motivational ideas, as I said, inspiration and you can just consume that content read as much as you want a lot of it's very interactive we've had we have all of our podcasts on there so if you go to innerfight.com slash podcast you get all the 425 podcasts that we've ever recorded are on there all of the inner talks this is an inspirational talk we try and hold once a month but it's about once every six months um is, is also housed on there so but we are seeing i don't, I don't know what your opinion on this james is if, if you're actually personally spending less time landing on websites reading stuff I definitely am, and that's the key that I think the landscape is definitely changing. I'm focusing in more on those sites that continue to offer material that I find I can connect with and I can yeah. use. Yeah. And as soon as they start becoming too commercial yes. and the authenticity of the content is no longer clear to me, yeah. I leave pretty quick. Yeah. Do you, but the way that you could consume, I think that's one big thing like a lot of sites now in, in in sort of a number of different industries are the the content is not authentic it's not really it's sort of coming you can feel that there's a call to action coming a punchline yeah. a sales pitch coming yeah, <laughs> but on, on on the other side of the fence as well i think the way that like the time that we're spending on sites reading things yeah. we also have i think i'm me personally, I have less attention span. So I, I noticed it from the articles that I write. I try and get all my articles that are like under a 90-second read. So sorry, you're, you're sort of playing with a medium model then. Yes. As in medium, the website, where yes. you've got your timed consumption. Yeah. yeah. That, that, but that, that's the thing. And the only – well, aside from trends out there that I've noticed and that I sort of studied and, or read about, I actually I'll always go back and I say, okay – if I was reading this, how much how much time would I want to spend on it? Now, if you're going to go in and read a research paper, then it's probably something that you're going to go into. You're going to have a specific time in your calendar. You're going to sit down and you're going to dedicate an hour, two hours to reading the research paper. You're going to make notes. However, if you're just reading articles on a daily basis, whether it's news articles, whether it's articles on health, fitness, whatever it might be, you are you want to consume that content as easily and quickly as possible. So the point there is previously there'd be a 500 word article on, you know, things you should do when, when you're on holiday. Yeah. Now I can just put it in. I wrote one this morning. It's five bullet points. Do these five bullet points. Boom, bang. And done, it's finished. finished. So it's so much easier for okay. the consumer, for the reader to consume that content and also to remember it. We don't need... Well, which is the other side. You yeah. want people not only to read it, you want them to take something away from it, some actionable exactly. item. Yeah, so, what do so, I do? How do I do it? What kind of time span am I going to have? Where is this directing me to the research? What else can I read? Exactly. How can I advance and, my understanding? And that, I think that's one of the most important things is that we, we'd sort of – the likelihood of if you read something that's five points – 
you then telling one of your friends as well, oh, yeah. there was these three points, like, because you'll forget <laughs> two of them. There was these three points on innerfight.com about what I should do this summer to stop gaining five kilos. Rather than you having read, like, a 700-word article that actually could be summarized in those five points, and then you're telling your friend or you're sending it. Like, people still send me links to stuff. The first thing I do is scroll all the way down to the bottom so I can see how long that read is going to take. Yeah. And, I mean, a lot of articles, like you said, a lot of articles online at the moment, it'll say, this is a four-minute read, this yeah. is a 12-minute read, a 15-minute read. So you actually know what you're in for. But I think, I definitely think, and that, that's why we keep on refreshing our website, and we just want that content to be easily consumable. We want to move with people's attention span, and we understand that the way that people communicate is changing. We're seeing nowadays a lot of, a lot of research and if you sort of within the, the digital space you'll know that people are moving more to voice video gets a lot more traction yeah, than, yeah, than writing it's a lot easier to consume for us short snippets as well this new or relatively new the alexa morning flash briefings that you get where yeah. you just go into your kitchen you'll say alexa what's my flash briefing you'll have five or six topics that you like within five or six minutes alexa will speak them to you and this is something that's that's absolutely awesome i'm, I'm still trying to so if anyone's got any ideas i'm still trying to figure out how we can make that work in the fitness industry because you know i can we can give you a one minute motivational talk every morning but it's such a cool concept that instead of sitting down and having to read the news for five minutes you could choose five Five flash briefings that are all around five minutes. So by the time you've got into your kitchen, put the kettle on, had your 500 mils of water that you should have first thing in the morning, started making your breakfast, you've heard or you've consumed and you've got up to date on absolutely everything and you haven't had to read and you've managed to multitask at the same time. So Alexa's doing a, a really good job of that, the Amazon Alexa. And I think Google have something quite similar that's sure. on it, Android. Google, yeah. Yeah, Google um, Home, they've got all that. Google Home, that, that's it, yeah. Apple are, I guess, a little bit behind. Yeah, they're, we, they're we can chat to Siri. They're sort of in there as well. They're sort of in there as well. Microsoft is doing its thing as well. There's, yeah. Everyone's, it's it's a big space that everyone's trying to find their their pasture in. Yeah. And how to make it relevant and how to make it useful. I yes. think those are sort of the micro areas that as soon as you figure that out and you've got your micro audience who wants yes. that fitness briefing, they're going to click on it. They're it's useful. It. It's in informative, entertaining. It's educational. Yeah. Put all those three together, 15 minutes in the morning at breakfast, you you're in. You can have it. And I mean, that's one thing. It, it's just, I think the, the ease of it, the ease of the concept of Alexa yeah. is, is so much more interesting to me because, yes, I have podcasts. Some of the podcasts that I listen to have daily or every second day shows. But I actually, and, and this sounds super lazy for someone who, who loves fitness and loves working out, <laughs> but I actually have to pick up my phone. I have to press it. Yeah. I have to choose it. I have to make sure it's downloaded. Alexa, in this situation, takes all of that away from me, and I can just go, Alexa, what's my flash morning briefing? There and, we go. And boom, you're and, into it. And, and it'll kick and off. And every morning you're into that. And every morning you're into that. So, yeah, who knows? In in, in, in a very short term, you could you could hear us for a minute each morning on your, cool. on, on, your, on your briefing. And That'd be very cool. Maybe some of this might take away a little bit of traffic from, from the podcast area. I don't know. Maybe this is something more for the tech show, but uh, it's if, definitely if, super interesting. If you're wondering what you've tuned into, it is Get Fit Radio. Marcus Smith joining us from Interfight Gym. My name's James Pikeaway. This is Nightline. Get Fit Radio is the program. Marcus Smith here from Interfight Gym. My name's James Pikeaway. Nightline's the program if you're wondering what you've tuned into on Dubai Eye, 103.8 FM. Um, you alluded to something a few moments ago. Yeah. You were talking about summer. P 
people getting ready for summer. Two things are starting to happen in people's minds. A month and a bit till the school's let out. Yeah. So people are starting to think about their summer vacation. They're going to get away with the kids, and they're going to hook up with all the family. They've got to start thinking about, and they, they need to start getting their mind into that zone. Yes. Which is, first of all, being around a bunch of people, being away from your regular eating, being away from your regular sleeping, being away from your regular workout and regular routine. Yeah. Two separate things. Yeah. Suggestions on people, what they can start to do now to prep their minds, getting into that mindset, workouts and more? Yeah, I think I think one of the things is that we don't do enough of is setting some basic frameworks for the summer months what you expect of yourself what the goals are and i'm not saying that i expect that you'll lose 10 kilos on holiday but i'm also expecting that you won't gain five kilos over summer i think i think one of the goals everyone should have is not necessarily that you're going to lose a whole bunch of weight but you're just not going to put it on that's where you left now is where you're going to come back yes yes and And if you can sustain that yes that's that, that you get is, a silver star. You get a silver star. And I, I mean, as I was saying there, I was writing Because usually article. people put on two, three Ks. Exactly. Or five or and ten. I, I was writing an article today and there, there was there was five things. I'll, I'll rattle a couple of them off. Like you, one of them is you don't have to absolutely destroy the buffet every time you go to it. Like, Or you it, just don't go to the buffets. Well, that's the thing as well. <laughs> if, if you have a choice to order a la carte, order a la carte. Yeah. I know if you're super hungry, like a buffet, fast access, food on your plate as much as you want is a yeah. great thing. But it's food's not. It's never really that good though. No. It's sitting in chafing dishes this is the thing and it's not mandatory that you absolutely annihilate yourself at every meal another thing that's not mandatory is that you visit the ice cream shop early morning like even i i i see ice cream shops (laughs) opening earlier than coffee shops in europe like it's absolutely insane so and there's a lineup the gelato there's a lineup at like 11 a.m yeah how is that possible oh my god you should actually have a license (laughs) to be able you know and so i think that the basic setting out of some some reasonable things like I want to enjoy my holiday. I want you to enjoy your holiday. I want everyone to really enjoy their holiday. But I know that you won't really enjoy it if you feel like every day you're having to enlarge the size of your belt belt buckle. You're feeling lethargic. You're not resting properly. You're not sleeping properly. And you'll even regret it even more when you get back because you've got such a big mountain to climb because you put on five or six kilos. So I think just setting some some basic criteria, some framework. Yes, I want you to have a good time. Yes, I want you to relax. And that's one of the things that I find that people don't do enough of on holiday. Like they just, they'll be up all night eating, drinking, partying, whatever. And then they just won't get enough rest and relaxation. And I've heard it so many times. People come back from holiday. And they need a a vacation from the vacation. They need another vacation to recover from that vacation. And it's absolutely brutal because then they go back into life, into their tough jobs, into balancing, juggling all these different balls, and they're never getting a rest. So I said, Sleep by, sleep by the pool. Grab one or two hours sleep by the pool, but also sleep more at night. Like yeah. you should, when I go on holiday, I'm sleeping eight to 10 hours a night as a minimum, minimum, minimum. And I think not enough people do that because they want to stay up all night. They want to party the whole time. And when they're doing that, they're probably eating, they want to get total, too much. They want to take total advantage of the vacation. They yes. spent money to go away. Yes. They're at a resort. They're at family, wherever. And they've got to get, they got to get value. It's the buffet syndrome. You've yeah. spent money to go into that that restaurant that's got a buffet, and you're going, hey, I just spent 400 D's. Yeah, I got to get 400 D's worth, worth of value, the value out of yeah. And and you don't need it a lot of the time. You can you know go for the a la carte option. Yeah, you might not think it's as, as good a value, but it's you're going to end up spending probably less money, and you're going to be eating the food that you actually need. You're not yeah. going to be overeating. You also don't need just because you're on holiday. It's not a license to absolutely gorge on the breakfast buffet. Right. 
all the savory, then all the sweets, then eat ice cream at 11. Like, I get it that maybe in everyday stick life... Stick with your diet plan. Stick with your diet plan. Just keep it keep it cool. You go to Europe in summer, you get some of the freshest fruit and vegetables yeah. you can possibly get. Like, enjoy that side of the food and don't ruin every meal with a big, big dessert. Have one dessert a day for sure. Yeah. Have, you know, if you like soft drinks then just have one here and there but if you're you know if you're here in dubai and you're on like two or three soft drinks a day and because you're on holiday you're on six like you are just drinking too much of that stuff and you're going to come back overweight and feeling absolutely terrible so you have to set out and set yourself a little bit of a framework a little bit of control as well and also i think we we have this time now where holidays are around the corner you've got another month like let's buckle down in this next month to get you in the best shape possible so that when you go to the beach you just look absolutely awesome marcus smith joining us from interfight gym this is get fit radio my name's james pikeway we're taking questions as always nightline at dubai i 1038.ae we get them on next week's show in case you're wondering how that process works 4001 is the sms line if you want to fire them through to esther she'll get them to us as well i i want to jump back though on the summer prep thing yeah and Keeping in mind that you are going to be out of your routine, but that doesn't mean you don't have to have a routine. Yeah. And planning, I think, is the key. And I'm, I've actually started this process because anyway, everyone knows that we, I've, I put it out here again that I, I want to do that standard chartered again yeah. as my near my near range goal is that. And that's in January. I want to do better than four hours. So three hours, 59 minutes. 59. That's, that's what I'm planning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, if I get in there, I'll be laughing. laughing. Anything more than that is a bonus. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, and then long range, long range horizon goals. I, I really do want to try one of these Volvic things. And yes. I don't know which one, but I, yeah. I, and I haven't done trail running in 30 years, but I, I think I, I, that's, that's my I new do. thing. Yeah. I want to start doing some trail running. Yeah. Um, and, and you've inspired me with that way, but leading back to the near range goal and it's getting warm. Yes. And I and I'm really looking forward to getting away for a month because I will be <laughs> in an environment where it's going to be a lot cooler. Yep. But also. I've already preceded the fact with my spouse and with my family yes. that look when I'm when I'm back on vacation yeah I'm already going to be getting some cardio training in right and that cardio yeah. training means a couple of hours at a slow pace right and I'm going to be doing that in the mornings early this was another point you should have written the article for me this was another point I put in in, in these five points is like because I listened to the show. Uh, How long have we been doing this show? Seven years. (laughs) But this is the thing as well, James, is you'll feel absolutely awesome. Like, get up. And I'm not saying you just said it. Like, you're just going to do some steady cardio. You didn't say you're going to break a record. You didn't say you're going to run super fast and absolutely break yourself. I'm I'm not even sure what that cardio workout's going to look like. But given the experience that that Coach Marcus has given me in the past, (laughs) we're probably looking at 134, 135 beats a minute sort of run for two hours. Or even, even, James, just to get up and to... I was in London a few weeks ago, woke up at 5 a.m., kicked Holly out of bed, and <laughs> who's my wife, and I was like, come on, let's just go for a walk in the park. Went and yeah. walked for an hour and a half. Yeah. Had a coffee on the way. It's absolutely awesome. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to, and I'm not, it's not a massive session to yeah. improve anything in my fitness. It's just doing me so much good. Just moving for an hour yeah. and a half is doing my mental side good. That's the other side. Feel mental fresh. side. Phones away, except some, some pictures along the way. But, you know, it's just so nice to be there and just to be in nature and just to be relaxed and enjoying yeah. it. Rather than waking up at 10 a.m. feeling not great, you know, because I've eaten and drunk too much the night before. So yeah. that's really the balance. And I like, you know, I like what you said there as well, James, is, is you sort of maybe start to manage 
You, I think you call it pre-warn your wife. I, yeah, I, you know, I've preceded. I've let preceded, everyone. I've, I've preceded this idea that this is going to happen. Yeah. So that when this kicks in during the vacation, and I, I mean, I'm talking early, so this is before people are up and at them anyway. Yeah. I'll be back by seven o'clock in the morning. Everyone's right. happy. Everyone's happy. Yeah. But I'm just letting them know months in advance. This, this is, is going to happen. Yeah. So just so you know, yeah. and I've already, it's already come up in conversation. Yeah. That, oh yeah. By the way, Dad's going to be doing some training. Just so yeah. you know. Yeah. And, and with, I think I think that's fine because you're also one one thing that you said there that some people might not get a grasp of is you know you're going to be back by seven. You're going to be up nice and early, so you're not actually going to ruin the family holiday. That's you're it. Just, you're just going to add to it because you're going to be back at seven. You're going to be full of energy. Yeah. You're going to be feeling great, and you're going to be waking them up at seven o'clock to say, yeah, say "Come hey. on, guys, <laughs> let's go." So <laughs> you, time's wasted. You're going to be. <laughs> Adding so much energy to that family holiday. And, yeah. you know, I, I think times are changing. People do go on fitness holidays. People do choose destinations. This is another thing you can do. Choose your destination based on what it offers. Is there a park to walk in? Is there a forest to go through? Is there a lake to run around? Is there a little hotel gym? Maybe yeah. that could be one of – like that's basically – some people pick pick their – hotel based on the size of the breakfast buffet you know (laughs) yeah okay yeah i get that which i get that as well but also like maybe pick the location of your hotel or the destination you're going to go to around some kind of activities doesn't mean that you can't go out for a nice lunch doesn't mean that you can't relax in the evening do what you want to do doesn't mean that you can't get an ice cream later on just like we said as long as you don't get it at 9 a.m but pick a destination that actually promotes kind of healthier living and there are they're quite i'm using europe a lot but there are places in europe that are you know the food is always super healthy yes. there's the healthy restaurants and then there's all the ones on TripAdvisor that are super unhealthy that's another tip don't follow the advice of restaurants on TripAdvisor. The ones that get reviewed the most are the ones that are visited the most, and the ones that visited the most, in my experience, are all burger joints. So Be this, the, I just want to clarify that this is Marcus's opinion. <laughs> Absolutely, and, uh, my opinion. You, know, it's you, you might through research. So, so if you are using TripAdvisor, yes. and and I have had a lot of good experience with we, TripAdvisor, I love it. Read the reviews. Read what these yeah. places are about. Just because, as you're saying, there are many, many. Yeah. Positive reviews doesn't mean it is the best place. It just means place. it's the place that has exactly. been reviewed the most. I actually love TripAdvisor. I'm a senior contributor. I have myself as well. Over 400 reviews yeah. for TripAdvisor. Yeah. I love it. I think everyone should do that. Another great user-generated site, but love it for hotels. Don't like it for restaurants. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So I never use it for food either. I no. only use it for for accommodation. Yeah, for accommodation, and it's it's pretty much yeah. bang on for accommodation. I love it. So huh. yeah, I, I, but I for know. restaurants, be a little bit careful. You don't need to go to the burger joints. There's a lot of nice restaurants yeah. around the world that serve nice food. Pick your destination based on where the food is healthy. Get Fit Radio is the program. Marcus Smith here from Interfight Gym. My name is James Pikeway. Nightline is the show. You have dialed into Nightline's Get Fit Radio program with Marcus Smith from Interfight Gym. My name is James Pikeway talking about your fitness issues, questions, queries, comments, and hey, it's regionals time for CrossFit, which means yep. we got Andre who was on the show about a month ago. Yes. And he spoke, and if you missed that show, Go to Dubaii1038.com forward slash podcast, find Nightline, and give uh, that program a listen with Andre because the first two sections, he was talking about his own motivation, how yeah. he's gotten into this, and this his quest into the regional na- uh, program right now with CrossFit to ultimately he wants to go to the top. Yeah. But he walks through the four years of setbacks that he has faced yeah. to get to this point, and and this is this is one of his dreams. Absolutely, that's that's this weekend. People can tune in games.crossfit.com. They can watch two of our coaches from here in a fight, Andre and Carmen. 
participating in regionals. Just to give a little bit of backstory on that as well, James, it's yeah. a global competition. It's a CrossFit competition to find the fittest male, female, and team on earth, which will culminate in the United States in August. Step one of that has been gone. If you're listening to the show for the last few months, years, thank you very much, you'll know that that yeah. took place in February and March, the Open, where everyone around the world gets involved. Those that do well then get invited to a regional competition to find the top fittest people within each respective region around the world who then go to the CrossFit Games. So that's where those guys have gone. They've gone to Madrid this coming weekend. So this is a bit of a change as well because they've split this they category. they split the European yeah. region, which is quite interesting. The European region has gone from being quite a small number of athletes to obviously an explosion of CrossFit in the last four or five years. You've got some incredibly strong athletes and consistent athletes from the sort of what I'd call northern European countries and the Scandinavian Nordics, that kind of area also into Russia. So that area yeah. from essentially from, I think, France upwards is now called Region Europe. They went two weeks ago, so we, we already know who's going from there. This weekend, Southern Europe Middle East and Africa form a region called the Meridian Regional, which they are also very strong. Previous CrossFit Games athletes in there, in that region, quite a few of them, I think half a dozen maybe, have qualified through the old system as well. Okay. So it's it's a super strong region. I think around the world, they split the world into about 10 regions. Okay. I want to say I... 10, maybe nine regions. Australia, New Zealand, Asia is also... So if you're... East of here, of the Middle East, so anywhere from India sort of down to all the way to, I don't know if they're doing CrossFit in Fiji or Samoa or... I'm, so, I'm sure they are. All the way down there and then down Australia, New Zealand, they're all part of the Australasian, okay. I think it's called, or maybe the Pacific, South Pacific, I don't know what they call it, but they're part of that region. That region also goes this, this weekend. So ah, okay. yeah, it's, a, it's actually a super interesting competition. Obviously, if you do know Carmen and Andre... It's really nice to be able to watch them. It's They stream the event live on games.crossfit.com all across the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There's six events, so they have two events a day. Absolutely grueling events this year as well. Every year they're grueling events just to test people over a number of different disciplines. And that's where CrossFit's actually super interesting. As a quick example, on day one, the first event is a 3K row, 300 double under skips, three mile run. And then they go into a weightlifting workout, which is a rep scheme of 10 down to 1 of deadlift, bench press, and a squat clean. So using a barbell, weights, it's heavy, it's tough. So testing all these different energy systems and skills. On the second day, there's a big gymnastics workout, which has, uh, people will understand this, even if they didn't understand the last one, it has a handstand walk, which is up a set of stairs, across a platform, down a ramp, across the floor, up a ramp the same, across a platform, and down a set of stairs. You have to do that on your hands. There's so, about four steps. Real quick question. How long has have these workouts been published? Uh, good question. The first regional went not last weekend, the weekend before. And they all do the same workouts. They all do the same workouts, and the workouts were released about two weeks before that. Okay. So these guys have had so about had a, a month So they've to had an opportunity the to, yeah. to, to yeah. know where their weaknesses are. And yes. Yeah, and, stuff. and to and to work on them, and to yeah, and, and to get into the mental mindset because yeah. some of this is, you know, it's difficult as it is, but mentally 
you got to get programmed into this and say, okay, Absolutely. I know what's coming. I yeah. know what I've got to do. I yeah. know where I'm going to fall short. I know how I'm going to make it up. And I think one of the most interesting things, as you said there, James, sort of mentally as well, is that this competition is all in on two events a day for three days. It's like massive. Like if you've done CrossFit and you've done a competition or a tough workout, you've just gone absolutely all in in that workout, you could be sore for one or two days after. These guys have to do two workouts at the best they've ever performed in their life, two workouts a day for three days. They are pushing their bodies as hard, harder than they would ever done it before. It's it's absolutely brutal, but that's what it needs to be. Yeah. It needs, professional sport is tough, and this isn't even really a professional sport. And both Carmen and Andre are hungry for this. Yeah, they got a lot to prove personally. They're super fired up. Carmen's been four or five times to regional. Her best finish was a sixth place in 2000 and ooh, maybe 14, yeah. and she's been there or thereabouts, sort of around the top 10 for for the last sort of four years. So she's really looking to try and get a spot to go to the CrossFit Games. And Andre, first time at regionals, he's had an interesting four years. He's still young, he's still only 23, but it means a lot to him to be there. And, you know, he's looking to see how high up that leaderboard he can get and maybe if he can get a spot to the Games. That's sort of what everyone like everyone wants. That's what they're going there for. The, the regionals is something great, but the CrossFit Games is where these guys are headed. It's not a professional sport, so they work pretty much full-time. They they're coach, fitness trainers. They're, they're, they're fitness coach, coaches. They yeah. coach all day, every day. Not all day, and then they fit their, their training in. And the one thing that's interesting about, and I think that's what, I mean, this is a little bit of a digression, but professional sports people are sometimes viewed on as, are oh, they just, that's all they do. They just, they just play sport. Well, a lot of them do, and a lot of them get paid well, but that's sort of the t- small percentage at the top. The guys that are amateurs, which CrossFit is an amateur sport, even a lot of the sort of lower level, outside of the top 10 golfers in the world, outside of the top 10 tennis players in the world, like they're just grafting all day, every day. Some of them are actually having to sort of work jobs on the side. I know to get in on the tennis circuit, like it is absolutely brutal and it could be years and years and years before you make any money out of that sport if you ever make it. Um, and, and CrossFit's the same, like Carmen and Andre could coach 5.30 in the morning for two or three hours. They'd then work out for two hours. They maybe then have some clients at lunchtime, maybe a couple of hours training in the afternoon. If they've got a busy day on, they might coach like two or three hours in the evening as well. So it could be a lot of the days that we work here are sort of th- 13 to 14 hours in length. Yeah. Yes, we might work out two to four hours within that, but they're still, because of the way that the fitness industry goes, all you guys are at work from nine to five, so we're not super busy during the day, but we're mobbed from five in the morning till people go to work and then people want to train in the evening. So yeah. to fit all of this in and you know to hold down relationships, it's, it's something incredible that these guys are doing. And then to be able to perform physically and also mentally at the intensity that it takes you just watch and for folks that don't know really what we're talking about crossfit games here go over to the site games.crossfit.com you'll see people push themselves and you'll be like wow that's something it can be pretty inspiring too because you you look at that and you just say hey i don't want to be i don't want to look like andre but man i want to have that confidence i want to be able to do some of this move i want to i want to just get a little bit more fit yeah. And that, that might inspire that you. That might inspire you as well because I think sometimes a lot of people – and that's why within CrossFit there's some great stories. You know, I was watching CrossFit Regionals a couple of weekends ago and one of the girls – I can't remember if she just won an event or something. They're like, yeah, she's 38 years old, mother of two, works full time. 
And you're like, wow, that's inspiring, you know? And <laughs> yeah. it kind of... She's carved out some time she's, to she's do made high, time, you know, you know? High and intensity and, interval training exactly, is what she's, she's doing here. You know, and it's not... And a lot of people, oh, yeah, she's obviously just genetically quite good. No, you're not at that level because you're genetically quite good. You're at that level because you've worked super hard to get to that level. And I think that's where people are easy to make excuses. Yeah, she's blessed. She's this. No, she's not. She's figured it out. She works super hard. She works hard with her kids. She works hard in her job and she works hard there. And that for me is massively inspiring. You'd also get people that have maybe not been into fitness, not been sort of a what we'd call a CrossFit athlete for the whole of their life. And three or four years ago, they're on the couch, they're on the sodas, they're on the fast food. And they just kind of found that they really enjoyed CrossFit, provided them that motivation. And they've just kind of gone all in on it. And now they're at regionals. Like it's super inspiring for people on a number of levels. I wanted to uh, just touch base really quickly on something I've seen now coming up a lot on my Instagram feed. There's a lot of commercial stuff, and I've I've seen a number of folks who are selling compression recovery kind of like yoga pants or tights. Yeah, and a lot of times, they're, and they're aiming them at endurance runners, cyclists. I see a lot of triathletes talking about them. Yeah. What are your thoughts on those things? Well, for every study that they've done that proved that compression works there's a study that proves that it doesn't all right and that is so obvious to me within the compression brands that they've moved away from just plugging compression they become lifestyle brands Uh ah yeah well that's it these these things really look they look sweet yeah and they they, it looks super good now and it's not it's they captured our attention and uh, you know there's no need to mention any brands, yeah. but there was one brand that they were coming out and they were just compression. We're only ever going to be compression. We believe in it. We believe in it. It's the best. Well, it doesn't work, you know, for, yeah. for a lot of people. And it, maybe it just makes us feel a little bit better. And suddenly we've seen a change over three or four years. They're actually now more of a, a lifestyle and performance brand. So they'd make performance running clothes, but it's not all. It's no longer all about compression. So my personal opinion, and I know when we were playing rugby, we were sponsored by a lot of the different compression brands. It was really big then. We'd wear compression tights for flying yeah. on airplanes, like all of this stuff. To be honest, I felt better mentally from it. Physically, I don't know. You know, and plus, it's like, how do you measure it? Right. Like, if if I went on that flight in that condition, I'd have to redo that whole flight, get in that condition, yeah. read it, and you just don't do yeah. it. So for every study that shows that compression works, there's a bunch of studies that show that it doesn't work, which is like yeah. every, which yeah. is like a lot of things yeah. as well. Get Fit Radio is the program. Marcus Smith from Interfight Gym. He is here. This is Nightline on Dubai I 103.8 FM. This is Get Fit Radio on Nightline, Dubai I 103.8 FM. My name is James Pikeaway. Marcus Smith is here from Interfight Gym. Uh, got some great questions that have come through marcus and one of them is asking about trigger point therapy yeah and i i guess this person has been listening to the show quite a bit because yes. there was uh, several years ago you were really really yep. keen on trigger point therapy yep. therapy not that you're not now no but the question is wondering uh wondering is is this still on your list of good things yeah what is it and is it easy to master yeah good, great great question there uh, trigger point therapy is actually digging into the trigger points where the for example if you have a tight muscle it might not be necessarily in the belly of the muscle where the tightness is it might be controlled by a point around your body ancient chinese medicine also believes massively that there are certain trigger points in your body that once released will cause a release of the muscle in a specific area so i think it's absolutely awesome there there was a system that i used a few years ago called 
trigger point therapy and they had a ball and a roller and stuff. I still do use that from time to time. Is it easy to use? Yes, it's absolutely super, super easy to use. I, I would say there's probably a little bit of a movement. One of the things that I found with that is that we're often pushing into an area or a point that was cold and that would actually cause a lot of pain rather than release. And now I'll actually go and get sort of release done uh, on a weekly basis. So will I still get people to, to sort of trigger point me? Yes, on a weekly basis, I go, I go and see the guys in Dubai, Diversified Integrated Sports Clinic, DISC, there in Healthcare City. And what they're doing is they're targeting the various points. As I said, if I've got, if I've got tightness in my hamstring, they know the point where that hamstring connects and where that tightness is formed. They'll get in there with all different ways, thumbs, sometimes needles, which is similar to acupuncture, dry needling, and they'll just release all of that. So absolutely, the body is still made how the body is made, and trigger point therapy is, is, is a great system to sort of release the body of those, you know, the, the muscular strains or tightness that you'll feel will be released through one of these points so see a lot of people using rollers these days as yeah well. there's a lot of rollering i've never been massively into rollering and the easiest way i say it to people is what we generally do with a foam roller is we hop on it before a workout now before a workout what we've got a lot of the time is the muscle is cold and if you like the muscle fibers are super tight and close together what we're doing there is we're then just crushing these fibers when they're close together. Once the muscle gets warm and there's a little bit more hydration in it and it gets a bit more elastic, these muscle fibers are a little bit looser. That's what that's warmed up. So a lot of the time we're actually going to a foam roller and we're just grinding into sort of like dry, cold muscles and then wondering why it hurts. <laughs> like, <laughs> and everyone's been in that situation where they yeah. rub some muscles, they haven't warmed up or... It's pre-run or whatever, and it just kills. It just But after kills. that exercise, when you then rub those muscles yeah. or stretch them out, you get a full, a very different yes. sensation. And that's what I was going to say. You know, there, there is a time for I, – I still believe that there is a time and a place where a foam roller can bring you some benefit. But I think that a lot of the time we're using them at, at the wrong times when our bodies are just not warm. There's no real circulation in that muscle. So I like to see a little bit more dynamic movement first. And then, you know, if, if you feel, and it's again, it's a little bit back to feel. If you feel that, that foam roller is going to do you a benefit, then jump in and, and chuck it in there. But if you're just bouncing around on a foam roller and all it is is pain and there's no real progress with it, then maybe just, yeah, that you're probably just crushing dry muscles, just like yeah. beef jerky rather than a nice fillet steak. Marcus Smith here from Interfight Gym. This is Get Fit Radio. My name's James Pikeaway. Uh, I wanted to jump back to the treadmill versus outdoor running question. Yes. And it's kind of it's, it's kind of cool. As a side note, you were up at El Cudra Lakes and found some new lakes, you said. Yes. And this, I think this is one of the, the neatest things up with the cycle tracks and the running tracks. Yeah. And then when you get off the the tracks in yeah. these zones yeah there's a lot to discover there is a lot to discover and i think that's where i <laughs> i've lived here for 30 something years and i f keep on finding new things because i go out and i explore and I, I i find it it's quite interesting that such a big sort of nature reserve like they built out al Mamoum, which is by al kudra if you go out to the bike shop put in trek bike shop al kudra it'll take you to a car park 
Go out there, have a look around. It is yeah. absolutely awesome. And the other day, we sort of headed off. I thought there was some lake somewhere, and I found a 30K route around a load of... They're man-made lakes. I get yeah. that. The wildlife has been put there. I get that. It's all part of a bigger reason, though, to create a conservation or wildlife reserve so super interesting obviously one of the factors that does come into play for a lot of people at this time of year is it's a little bit warm i get that it's a little bit warm just get out a little bit earlier don't run so fast don't run so far take a a, a water pack with you obviously the biggest sort of most well-known brand there is a camelback but just go out and explore and i think i think that's one of the biggest things as well and when we we're in Volvic recently we we're in a press conference and people were talking about the rise of trail running and why why we think it's it's rising and i think one of the biggest reasons why running and trail running is on the rise is because a the barrier to entry is super low and b you can go trail running in some of the most beautiful parts of the world if you get a little bit tired or if you see something nice you can just stop you can take a picture it's not i'm not saying that trail running is easy at all but you can make it a little bit more enjoyable it's a lot more enjoyable than just saying right i'm going to go out now and i'm going to run 5k i'm just going to go and i'm going to run as fast as i can until my 5k is done and it starts off not too bad but in the end it absolutely feels like hell and that's one of the that's one of the differences as well when you're out in nature when you're enjoying the natural environments out there it's absolutely beautiful and it's actually massively motivational keeps you wanting to run keeps you wanting to to keep going and to in, enjoy it when we we're out discovering some of the new lakes up at al Qudra last weekend we we're like oh maybe there's another one around the corner oh maybe there's another one here and then there's some super nice birds and we just start we take some pictures with the birds and just have a great time and i think that's one of the it's not just trail running we said it earlier if you can get out just go for a walk go for a walk in nature dubai doesn't have a great deal of nature but there are bits and pieces cropping up it's super nice going and walking yeah. down on the beach track at jamira beach at sunrise it's the most beautiful time of the day i was down there yesterday morning the tide's <laughs> out it's fantastic you feel but you feel such a, a great sense the city's in the background yeah. and it's very very peaceful and you get such a great positive vibe from it that actually impacts different areas of your life so even if you're not going running just go down there and have a walk there it's awesome treadmills if you if you can't yeah rejig your time there are folks who are going to find it a little bit more difficult at this time to, to change an hour yeah. around or Absolutely. you know they've, they've got a really set time schedule what make i would say make for, the best of those environments yeah what i would say for you know if, if listen it is quite hot people are quite time poor there's normally a gym with a treadmill quite close by if that's what you can do definitely get on go out and get on the treadmill or go in and get on the treadmill i would always suggest people when they're running on a treadmill to do some form of interval training Okay. I think that's one of the easiest ways to get... So what are we talking about? Fast, slow, fast, slow, yeah, fast, Yeah, I would do something super similar, super simple that I give to a lot of people. Five-minute warm-up, 20 rounds, one-minute full gas, one-minute rest. Okay. Cool down for five or ten minutes. Yeah. That's a 50 or an hour, an hour workout, and it's... Uh, I was going to call it fun. It's not fun. It's, it's quite <laughs> brutal, but it's a lot easier than, okay, just get on the treadmill, put it on level nine, and run for an hour you're going to absolutely want to i don't know yeah, you're yeah. not you're going to want to pick up there's the a lot of mon- there's a lot of monotony there's a lot there's of monotony there's a lot of monotony so i would always do an interval session i or, you know even if it's 2 minutes on 1 minute off 3 minutes on 2 minutes off you have to obviously with the time that you're on you have to pick the pacing right that you actually get it and you can hit yeah. it for all the rounds that you do but one of my as i said one of my all-time favorite sessions do it on the bike do it running 
20 rounds, one minute all in, one minute relax, and every time you're just trying to beat your score or yeah. level your score out, which actually on a treadmill is easy to do because you can set it, for example, on level 10 and just you have to stay on it for that whole minute, you know? Yeah. And then you hop off, you just rest on the side, let the belt keep running for a minute, and then you just keep going. But if you're to go in a treadmill, I, I don't know. I think once I ran, I was in Bangkok once and I ran 21K straight on a treadmill in a gym that had one other piece of equipment and it was like a it was like a, a hotel room yeah. so the ceiling was low it was it was an awful experience but i sort of had in my mind that i wanted to run 21k so yeah. when i had it in my mind i had to do it yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah i would definitely i would definitely go something that's a little bit more interval based if you are hopping on a treadmill and also you'll get you you get a really good bang for your buck that way as well you're you're sort of up in the red zone it's, it's super hard. You're going to get some recovery in that interval and you're going to have covered some decent ground and you're going to get a 40 minutes to, to an hour workout in. Whereas, yeah, most of the time, most people, I think after about five minutes on a treadmill, they're like, can you get me off here before yeah. I hurt someone? It's, yeah. it's, it's not a great experience. But uh, this time of year, definitely, it's a great way to substitute or just to make time work for you especially i know you james you, you like to run at lunchtime like well i've been running in the mornings yeah. at about 7 30 but it's starting to get warm it was it warm the warm. other morning I, and i thought man warm. i'm an hour too late yeah yeah you need to start about i think yesterday i started about half five yeah. and on the weekend we start about five o'clock and i think you do you need do need to start a bit earlier yeah. now but uh if your time only permits that you've got an hour at lunchtime or an hour in the evening get on the treadmill you know do an interval session, do. find an interval session. Don't just go and run for an hour. You won't enjoy it. Marcus, we've run out the clock on the show once again, which means we'll do it all again next week. Same place, same time. You can Look find Marcus. You can find Marcus at innerfight.com. And of course, you can listen to all of the shows that we've done at dubai1038.com forward slash podcast. Go and look for Nightline. Thank you very much, Marcus. Thank you. And thank you for hanging out.